Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. It's the show that is like hanging out at the video store. And when utter the video, chaos. When the video store. And utter chaos. When their internet connection is not working and their credit card machine is down and you just want to rent uh, and Evil the Dead The VCR is eating the tape. Oh, yeah. I said internet. I mean, we're a little yeah. early there. I know, uh, right? When they're, uh, I don't know. Listen. It's the been, DVD is scratched. It's already been a hell of a night here. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that is, <laughs> that's vodka, right? I, I wish that would maybe help things. <laughs> and you know, hi, I'm one of your hosts, DK. Uh, uh, I'm Chris, your other host. We do a show, and what we do is we talk to you about the modern, <laughs> modern, the <laughs> the current stuff, nerd stuff. It's what yeah. we're doing. Uh, so hi. Uh, Chris, how have you been? I feel um, been about if we weeks. can like exclude today, <laughs> yeah, we can, <laughs> then not bad. Okay, about so, the last hour at this point has been right. Well, it's been about three hours for me. We'll say up front, we're yeah. dealing with some technical issues, yes. Uh, so we're going to be using Zoom audio tonight. I apologize if you're used to the higher quality that we normally have. We'll right. be back to that soon. Yes, uh, but for now we're having some issues, uh, some technical mm-hmm. problems that are preventing us from doing that. So please bear with us. It should be okay, right? Um, and if you're watching on YouTube, nothing has changed. No, it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's been going on? I know we've watched a bunch of movies, played some games, right? I think our main feature tonight is going to be Knock at the Cabin, probably. So, right, avoiding talking about that. What else have you seen? Anything? Have you played anything? Read anything? Um, I have downloaded, finished, played, and finished the new Deadpool DLC. Oh, for Midnight Suns. For Midnight Suns. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, I heard it was and, fun. And you would love it. Yeah, I heard it was really fun. It has to do with vampires. Oh <laughs> yeah. So. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. I'll eventually get to that game. I just, yeah. I have been so wrapped up in other things, but I will. Yeah, and, you know, I was hoping to get it for Christmas and didn't. Right. So, uh, and, and now that the Dead Space remake is threatening me. So it's like, what do I spend the money on? Right. I've already played through Dead Space about 10 times in the original version. So it's like, how many more times am I going to play it? I don't know. Will they drop the price fairly quickly? They probably will. It's EA, right? So right. it's going to happen. Well, that's the good thing. You know, if you wanted to, you could do Midnight Suns because I'm sure it'll be. I wonder, if there's a, I wonder if there's a deal where I can on get a deal it with the DLC yeah. and pay the same or something. That would be cool. Maybe I'll do that. And um, before that way, because you won't have to pay necessarily right off the bat. Yep. The Dead Space 2 new price. I'm a huge so, fan. I love Dead Space. I the original Dead Space is so good. I like Dead Space 2 as well. Dead Space 3... I'd like to remake it and make some changes. Right. Which they could do. Yep, that's true. They could totally do. Or they could like combine 2 and 3 somehow. I don't know. Like make, make the co-op of 3 part of 2. Would you say Dead Space is probably one of the best horror? It's. I think it's one of the most consistently good and thrilling, scary, it's like survival horror games. Yeah, I right. think it's one of the most. It, it delivers maybe maybe more than most. Uh, right. Have you played the first one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's been I a mean, while, but yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's essentially Resident Evil meets Event Horizon. But it, what I like about it is, it, it is 
you know, it's a Western game. So right. it has some slightly more Western sensibilities as far as the puzzling and the action and the controls. You don't have the tank controls of Resident Evil or right. some of those other things. So for me, it, it's it's pretty well in the sweet spot of uh, exactly what I want in a survival horror game. <laughs> uh, plus, I love Event Horizon. I love Alien. Right. Uh, it kind of combines those things. The thing a little bit. Uh, yeah. John Carpenter. Right. I'm a fan. Nice, I'm nice. A big fan. We live. Yep. So, uh, you know, uh, it is in the sweet spot. So uh, if, if people have not played uh, Dead Space, sure, the original's out there and it's great, but the remake, I've heard nothing but great things. And, right. You know, if you want it to look as good as it can look, go for the go for the remake. For sure. Yeah. Recommend it, even though I haven't played it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it can only be an upgrade, let's be honest. That's not true. There's been some bad remakes. Well... As long as they didn't mess with us much, mm-hmm. that's true. And then I, I'd say that. I know they did make some changes, and like they changed the way Isaac looks, which is uh, I'm always on the fence about. In this case, maybe it's not my favorite because in the original, he has like more gray hair and looks. He just looks more like Rough. he's been he's been through it already. Right. And he's just like oh more. He <laughs> looks like uh, a little bit. I always thought he looked like Bowman from. Uh, Space Odyssey. Okay. The Kier D'Elia is character. Yeah. The gray hair. I thought that was a cool look. The fact that they let him have the gray hair and all that stuff. Right. But the new guy is a little younger and seems to have more life in him, which for, I get that. Like, if you want to torture your main character, it, give him a little bit more life so you could take it away, yeah, I guess, right. is, is the thinking. And that's fine. You don't want to even start as a shit show right off the bat. No, maybe by the end. And maybe that's the thing. And I haven't played the new version, but maybe right. by the end, he looks terrible. <laughs> That would be great. I hope that's the case. Um, I've been playing tons of Apex Legends. The, the season is finishing up. Yeah. Um, I've been playing <laughs> Dune, the Battle for Arrakis for Sega Genesis on my Steam uh-huh. Deck. I love that game, but I cannot beat Mission 4. <laughs> Any advice <laughs> if anyone knows? Yeah. Uh, boy, it's impossible. Your uh, guess is as good as mine on that one. I've watched a bunch of movies lately. I did watch Skinamarink. And I was I was hoping you had, but I wasn't. I also wasn't going to recommend it to you. No, I want to see it because I've heard about it. Yes, just out from a sheer morbid curiosity. Yes. Uh, now <coughs> I'm just going to put it out there. And if you don't want to know anything about Skin Marine, number one, this is it's going to be tough to spoil. It's not a movie that you can really <laughs> no. spoil. It's more yeah. of an experience, right? Um, and I really like that about it. So I, I'm just going to tell you that I was a fan. I did like Skin Marine. Um, it was a strange, strange film that is less like a film and, and like I said, more like an experience. Right. It is, it, it is so strangely nostalgic and nightmarish. It really taps into something for me anyway. Yeah. That is like almost hard to quantify. It, it, just for example, the, the first, in the first I mean, in most of the film, you're not even seeing the characters. You're seeing the ceiling. You're seeing the floor. If a character is in the shot, it's usually their feet. Right. Um, It's almost a first-person aspect. uh, To a degree. No, not really. Really? I wouldn't wouldn't put it like that. No, I would. It's not like a found footage movie, for sure. No, and I, yeah. 
I, I didn't think that, but I, think I thought you, maybe you, it'd be easy to put it in that category because of the way the movie looks like visually, right? The pixely grainy nighttime film. Right. But I don't, I, 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 I would hesitate to, to say that it's like from a first person. Okay. And maybe, and maybe I missed something and it is supposed to be like that, but those, it, it, it's very <laughs> interpretable. <laughs> Well, I heard, you know, honestly, the best way to see this would have been in the theater. No, I, it's I a little don't think more that's isolated. True. No, 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 no. See it at home. Yeah. Possibly by yourself with all the lights off late at night. Um, I had a drink or two while I was watching it. Okay. And I was sort I was quite tired. And I, I don't think I really fell asleep, but I, I, I know I kind of went into like a, you know, Zone. I went into the zone for a little while. Yeah. And it honestly helped the movie. It it was it was a real experience, Chris. I it, it really got to me. <laughs> well, that's, was, that's another thing worked. that I, I I actually heard that like for some people go to sleep to this movie. Oh, and then if you wake up with it still going on, that's what happened to that, me that's, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So it, it it was terrifying. Uh, it, it it is like it's so hard to explain what the movie is, and I even if you're a horror fan. It really depends on what type of horror you want to see right. that that excites you. I can't even recommend this to most horror fans. I, I just want to be very upfront. Like this, this won't be for everyone. It just won't. Right. I mean, uh, and I, even I will admit, like after the first twenty minutes, you're like, "So, what are we doing?" Right. You know, it's easy to get distracted or uh, almost like fed up with the pacing a little bit because it right. is it's the, it's like slow moving or not moving and it's just like a child gets out of bed a door opens a light turns off you see a night light right you see feet walk across the floor you hear a tv come on you see the the glow of a light in the other room you hear a door open and you hear a little voice go dad <laughs> <laughs> That's like most of the dialogue is bad. <laughs> it it is so strange, but so unsettling. At least it was for me, and I'm uh, right. I, I'm I'm raving about it. I think I, there is just nothing quite like it. There's some very Lynchian aspects of it, though. I don't I don't want to say like, oh, it's like a David Lynch movie. I think a David Lynch movie would have more of a traditional narrative. Uh, more of a snort plot kind of. They would have. It would have a it. plot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, a Lynch movie would have more of a traditional narrative, and then it would have some of the strange things that you see in Skin and Rink. Right. Skin and Rink is more like, let's build up a vibe for thirty minutes, give you one very strange and unsettling moment, and then the last maybe twenty minutes, it just ramps up to. I don't know what, but I, <laughs> I'm real. I really struggle. I want to watch it again, but I'm also like, I don't know if I could go through that right then now. Again. Like, not for a while. I, I would give it, I would give it a very high score. From all I, the clips that I've seen of it, it just kind of looks like if you watched a full length version of the videotape from the ring. In some ways, in some ways, there is slightly more of a narrative to it than that, right? But you do see things like yeah, the the, the doll on the ceiling and the dude, the eyes, just the, some random. Have you seen the shot of the eyes on the yes. phone toy? Good yeah. 
I was on the couch and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't yeah. want to see it. Um, there's another shot of like a woman's face that's just like barely. It, it's oh, it's really tough. I really it, it, it pressed the right buttons for me. So I'm, I'll stop raving about it. And um, no, no, I mean, I, I just I. I want to see more things like this. I right. want to see what this director can do. Um, if he, boy, if he can tap into that, something along those lines again. I, it, right. And there's a weird credit at the beginning that I need to look into. It's not weird, but it was interesting that um, the film was dedicated to what seemed to me to maybe be a childhood friend of the directors who had passed away. Hmm. And basically it said like, in some ways it seems like maybe this movie is based on some experience that the director had with that person. And I'm just projecting that. I don't know. Right. Um, but it just makes me wonder like, what did they go through? <laughs> it's just, <laughs> yeah. Man. But I, I and you know, I, I'm, I'm classically bad at reading like what movies are about. Sometimes right. I'll just, I'll just swing and miss, but this one does seem to be about like, um, uh, it, not less of a story or moral point okay. and more of a, experience hey remember what it was like when it was 3 a.m and your your parents were asleep and you were wide awake and you were wandering around the house and you shouldn't have been <laughs> it's like that your, your mind plays tricks on you and they're strange like there's one point when the boys look in the hallway and like the door disappears and the windows disappear yeah like those scenes when those moments like when you're in bed and you're like staring you can't go to sleep and you're like staring at right the, you're just staring at the door and you're like, did somebody walk, walk past? Or is that just... Yeah, a, it's like, I should just the door shut. did I see something walk past and yeah. see the feet shadow? Or mm -hmm. the, the coat hanging on the chair in the dark corner, was that something else? Yeah, it's it's like that, but even, even more murky and less defined than that. Okay. But it is like, it's essentially that. But then there is like this other thing. I don't want it to sound like there's not. There is right. this other thing going on. And, and this is a, definitely a spoiler, but there is some kind of I don't want to call it an entity my read of it was that it's more and this is coming from nowhere this is coming from me yeah. I guess I didn't read this anywhere is what I'm saying right right but it seemed like this there's this voice that happens and it tells the kids to do things okay and it's almost as if it's just that weird feeling you get where it's you you get those the urge to do something weird or bad. Right. And it's unexplainable. Okay. I don't know. It's hard to explain that, but like, you know, the the urge that people get when they do something bad. They right. they I, I don't know what you call it, but it, it's almost like a like a force or something. And when you see the movie, you'll understand. But um, there Almost is something like else some going internal on. Internal voice that's not necessarily your internal voice. Yeah, it, it's it's this weird like that may be exactly it. The, that that right. might be the best way to say it. But because I don't know if it's like I don't think what the, the filmmaker wants you to think is like this is a demon house movie, right? I don't think so at all. I think it's just like a weird, way more basic deep human psychological thing 
where it's like you're standing at a high point, like you think right. I-, I could jump off. You know what I mean? It's like why? You, but you think it, or or right. you know whatever the thing is, like whatever it is that makes you think bad thoughts, right? And it's made worse by it being three in the morning and you can't find your parents, and it's right. Oh, it's an experience. Now, now the one thing I heard somebody kind of like suggest mm. that it was that the kid is it one or two there are two kids okay that they're actually not alive and don't know it yeah that's the that's the very and basic read i think that's, that's kind of yeah that's the that's the first thing i thought because there's a thing at the beginning there's a phone call that there's some information i, I don't <laughs> want to spoil too much no yeah because we're giving away a lot here okay um but it, it, it's certainly a possibility and I don't right. want to say, oh, it's definitely not that. I didn't read it that way. But the whole, the beauty of this thing, this weird movie, I think, is that you can interpret it however you want. I was just saying, it's it's definitely up for interpretation. You really can. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not just one way or the other. I think right. this movie could go 10 different ways or more. Yeah. I mean, really, it's it's something. And I do recommend it, just not for everyone. And if you do watch it on my recommendation, just... Yeah have an open mind and if you hated it okay let me know i guess yeah. but you know i'm not telling everyone rush out and see this it, it is a slow burn weird experience that's oh and that's you it. even said it's not for everyone so Mm-mm. it just worked for me right and that's all i'll say about it that's it yeah. uh, i'm just real jazzed about it i really enjoyed yeah. it i watched it with my wife and she she's like yeah i think i get what it was doing but it just it wasn't for her and i respect right. that opinion too and i've seen that plenty online like what right. is this i saw there's a meme and it's just like literally blurry pixels in an image and it's like oh this is everyone's favorite part of skin and and it's like nothing <laughs> <laughs> and i that's a fair thing to say that's a fair right. joke to make i think so well I won't be i'm, mad a, if people I'm a fan of those that you know where it's up to interpretation yeah this and is it's an not necessarily movie, the, sure. the you know the gore and guts horror but something that you know kind of almost on a deeper level mm-hmm. if you want to go there yeah 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 there are many levels of this to find yeah you can certainly watch it with the interpretation that you said right and fully get and fully get that if you well want. and i've heard a couple other ones you know i mean mm-hmm. which that this is kind of the kids have experienced loss and this is kind of a mass dream thing oh, between the two of just- them you just reminded me of a scene where there's people sitting on a bed. Yeah. God. Okay. Anyway, we'll move along. <laughs> that movie got me. It was great. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I just loved it. I'm raving about it. Uh, it's on you, my list. I've got yeah. it actually keyed up for to to nice. see it soon. You got to so. be in the right mood. If I had oh, been yeah. in the wrong mood, I, I would probably be sitting here trashing it. Yeah. But I was in the I was in the right place. Uh, are you watching any? This is let's take a crazy turn here. Okay. Are you watching any of the Star Wars, the Clone Show? I have not started that. Okay. Have you seen I, any? Did you watch the first season? Yeah, I, I saw okay. first season, the Bad I, Batch. Yeah, Bad Batch. Thank you, the Clone yep. Show. <laughs> I started the second season. I think we're caught up now. Okay. It's pretty aimless so far. Really? Uh, no. No real. It, it's strange because it's been a lot of fun. In fact, it's been really fun. Right. So it's almost like you take away the overarching story, 
and it's just like and you know they're setting things up they are right but these there's a lot of one-off episodes where it's like let's let's play some star wars greatest hits here and they work they really work um for a kid star wars show i'm there was one episode that i really liked it was like a clone siege of this citadel okay and it's like clones have to go on like a mission and uh infiltrate and take over this this capital of this city and it's it was cool it it was it was all action i mean it, it was a lot of fun and the action was good yeah um yeah, I, I I've been enjoying that show, and you know it helps, of course, that I'm watching with Zora, and she's right. loving it. But uh, yeah, no, I haven't started the second season yet. So hmm. yeah, I'd recommend it. I mean, you know, it, it is definitely a kid <laughs> show, right? But uh, no, well, I, it, it's recommendable for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, the first season was pretty good, so mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. If you know what you're getting into. It's, right, it's good. Right, so no, I've been watching The Last of Us. I I didn't see last night's mm. episode, but I I've, I've seen the first three. I haven't started it. I I just I have like Walking Dead fear. Right, <laughs> not fear of the Walking Dead. I also don't want to watch that. It's just <laughs> one of those things where like those kinds of shows just seem so boring. And I, I I will probably watch. I will try to watch Last of Us. Right, I'm just so burned out by the whole zombie drama apocalypse drama i know what happens in the game well yeah i don't i also don't this is heresy but i don't love the game i think it's fine i'm not saying it's a bad game no it's not my thing right i know obviously i mean it's an, it's an amazing game it's incredible and it's well made and they deserve all the awards they got right uh, it's just Tuned in, i know i know that did. it I didn't play the second one. Uh, I I just I know that it's good, but well, I also know that it's not really for me. Um, so that's why I just haven't been that interested yeah. in the show. Well, game wise, I'm still uh, salty the fact that it won over Ghosts. Ghost of Tsushima. Did it yeah. beat Tsushima? Yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't no played the single player of that either, But I played the multiplayer for like a hundred hours or something. I know. <laughs> I love that multiplayer. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. So the show, uh, talking yeah. through it. I mean, how how is how how? First of all, I think the big thing to talk about <laughs> is the casting. Yes. How are how are Joel and Ellie compared to the game version? Are they okay? Um, I'm fine with Pedro. I like mm. him a lot. Um, the only thing is, is he seems, and, and I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. He seems at the beginning of it, especially in the first two, a little more whipped. Just by life in general, not any, you know, okay. because Joel, Joel was a badass. I mean, you know, yeah, he had heartbreak and disaster in his mm-hmm. life, but he didn't take shit from anybody mm-hmm. and he didn't really take orders from anybody. You know, he just put up with other people because he had to. Yeah. And it seems like the, the tests and Joel dynamic they played a little bit more into it, more of a relationship, hmm. which they didn't. I mean, it was almost an innuendo in the game, hmm. but it was never, it never really came to any kind of fruition. So, I mean, that was kind of mediocre for me for the, hmm. for the show. Okay. Um, 
I'm not a huge fan of the girl that plays Ellie. Uh, I think they've taken her in kind of a different direction. Okay, so you think the character herself just feels a little different? Yeah. Um, the, the, there's a part which, you know, it's been the second episode. I think it was the second episode. That when Joel kill yeah, it was the second episode. Where Joel kills the, the guard. Now, in the game, Ellie was, like, more terrified of, of that event happening. Mm-hmm. You know, and she realized how much of a badass and how vicious Joel can get Yeah. in the show. She was almost like smiling, oh, and not weird, really yeah. smiling, but like, Ooh, yeah. Get him. The thing and I remember the about background. the game. Yeah. The thing I remember about the game was like, every time you had to kill someone, it like, it felt bad. Yeah. You didn't want to. Yeah. Like I didn't have a gun and I like smash the guy's head with a brick. Like this, right. this is brutal and terrible. Like I'm strangling a guy and his eyes are popping out of his head and he's struggling. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. So yeah, to hear that it's like taken lightly is like a little weird. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a little odd for me. You know, she's she's more of this foul mouth, you know, stereotypical cocky kid. Mm. You know, I mean she's had a couple good like there was a plane wreckage. You know, and for us to see a plane was like would be nothing, but like for her, that's you know, never seen one in the right. air. They've never existed for her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was kind of a good play that they kind of. That's cool. Did. Yeah, that's cool. Um, the like I said, and then the third episode, which I really liked. I heard it was great. I, yeah, I, I think, really good. Uh, yeah. But I honestly think that if they would have played it more to the game, they kind of changed a little bit of the events of of the relationship. If the 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 suicide part was more like the game, I think it would have hit harder. Hmm. And I think that was a missed opportunity on that. Hmm. Okay. So, do you think they'll go do you, do, at this pace? Do we know how many episodes there are? Um, eight, I think eight? six or eight. I can't will remember. This season, will this season cover the whole first game from everything that I've heard? Yes, okay. So, and which I think is cool, I mean, which I'm fine with, but honestly, I think there, there could have been a little more. And my other big thing with this last episode, or not this last one, but the one before episode three. In the actual game, you're a little further, and I wish they would have put this episode maybe one or two episodes later. Hmm. It just seemed okay. like it was almost like just a filler. Interesting. Okay. I mean, like I said, I really liked it, but it seemed like it was misplaced in where it was. Sure. That, and in all honesty, the first game, you could probably stretch out to like 10 episodes. Yeah. And it would probably feel that feel more of a you know not not kind of jumping through things. This is the reverse. More of a build up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. And then the only other thing which I thought was just a, I thought was stupid is their whole thing in the game is you know you've got this overreaching government and they're gun runners. You know, in this, 
his whole big thing is, well, they're trying to get a battery. <laughs> a battery? A car battery. Okay. Trying to get a car battery. All right. I'm like, really? That's, that's you know, I, right. I just. <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah. I wonder what the reasoning was. And maybe we'll find out. Well, I know what the reasoning was. It's they just don't want to promote anything with firearms. Oh, 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 okay. So I, I wouldn't even have thought of that. I mean, honestly, that's. Well, there's guns <laughs> in the movie and there's, or there's guns I know. in the show. And it makes no sense. It really makes no sense. You know, mm. you would think somebody with that, because it's an oppressive, you know, it's really like an oppressive environment. Mm. And you've got these rebels. You would think that that would be one of their big things, not not I so mean, much. Of, I mean, you need a car battery, sure. Well, <laughs> you need lots of stuff. <laughs> I mean, you need lots of stuff. But if you're trying to start a rebel, you know, the fireflies. Mm-hmm. Yep. I get it. I don't think you're going to be just chucking car batteries like you're throwing a rock from uh, Braveheart. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, well. I guess we'll see how it turns out. I, yeah. I, I may try to start it, but I have I have a lot of things to, to get to. Oh, yeah. We will see. I don't know if I'll get there before next episode, but we'll see. Well, the next episode is actually going to be early. Right. It's going right, to be right, Friday right. because of Super Bowl. So. Right. All right. Uh, I know you want to talk some DC. Yeah. We, we had that big announcement from, from Gunn. Yeah. I didn't watch it. I, I, I'm a bad nerd. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Um. Give me the rundown. Okay. Well, there's going to be a couple different aspects. Um, things like the Joker and the Batman, the Pat Bat. Pat Bat. Pat Bat. Um, those <laughs> are going to be what's called Elseworld movies. Elseworlds. Okay. So, like Teen Titans mm-hmm. will not be in associate with the main universe. Okay. So Gunn's main objective is to have, and he said it, the animated, the video games, and the movies all, you know, in the same universe and hopefully have the same actors voicing for at least the next okay. 10 years. You say this, but then it's like, oh, we're also announcing that we have this other separate thing. Right. It's like the main, hmm. I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> it's... it's we're bringing yeah. it all together. We're separating it. Well, no. Which the majority, of, honestly, the majority of the stuff that he announced is all going to be together. I'm just funning. I, I know. know. I know. I, I do ba- trust Batman 2, things, Joker so. 2, Teen Titans are all going to be what's considered Elseworld. And okay. I've always, also, the, um, from what I've heard, they're still going through with the Val Zod movie. What about that's the Gorilla Drive Elseworld. Movie. That's what I want to see. Um, but uh, Wait, let me what? ask you a question. Okay, let me ask you a question. Sure. Do you think that this is only because they already had these franchises set up and they did really well, or is this a true like? I guess my real question is: Will there be other Elseworlds properties, or will these be it? And then once these are done, it's over. No, I think they'll be able to go in because they'll be able to have some other kind of vision or something and be like, like, could we get a Gotham by Gaslight movie? For example, this is just an example. Yeah, I mean, it, I honestly it would be a, think it would be an Elseworld. The way the way that he's described it, whether it happens or not, I don't know. But I mean, the way he described 
what those separations are, then I can see it. Okay. That's I would what I'm love wondering. that. That would be yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Because I there's so much cool DC stuff that is would that would be considered that else right. worlds. Right. I, I I do I do wonder like a, a metal would a metal universe in the movies would be incredible. <laughs> But it's also like, how many Batmans are they going to give us? How many? But at right. the same time, it's like, I wouldn't mind a different Batman every year. Yeah. If they just said like, okay, this one's sequel to the Batman. Great. This one's Gotham by Gaslight. Great. This one's this. This one's right. that. This one's Court of Owls. It's, that's the main one. That's fine. Right. But will they do that? Yeah. Or will they I know, squander I mean, it all? Well, this whole chapter, and he's calling this 8 to 10 year, is a chapter called Gods and Monsters. Mm-hmm. So that it's kind of bums me out. Because it implies the the larger galactic Justice League, and I just I I never loved that. No, I want to see Batman. I like the OG punching thugs. I want to see Superman saving cats from trees. I want to see. I want to see the, the the ground levels. You know, we've talked right. about it with Marvel. I want to oh, yeah. see those ground level guys. Right. I don't need to see CG wars and. Dark side. I mean, maybe maybe we could build to Dark Side in a Justice League film, right? But I hope at least they can do it in a way that we can give these characters number one good development, and number two, like give them a little time to exist on their own. Well, I mean, the slate, as he's stated it already, is at least six years. Okay. So I mean, you know, we're talking. 2029 before we get anything out of which would bring a a, a huge you know end game type of collab yeah. yet okay um he also said that you know like Shazam 2 um Aquaman Blue Beetle the Flash yeah those are all going to be out and ignored but he didn't he didn't necessarily say they're still in, but he didn't say they're still out. This is my problem. Out. I know what I'm saying. What you I know. But what he is saying is like the middle timeline. He's working on this middle timeline that's all together. And we can I look, I can focus on that. Yeah. I'd like to see it. So but hopefully how, how precious will he be about like Suicide Squad and stuff? Like, are they gonna keep all that stuff? I know, you know, he directed one. Would he be willing to throw that stuff out? There's no Suicide Squad coming out in his right, but I'm just saying like, plan right now. If character so like will they recast, for example, Harley Quinn? Well, in technically in the else worlds, they are. Because it's Lady Gaga. Lady. Gaga. Yeah. Okay. I'm, so, I mean, I'm kind of interested to see her as. I know. As, it, as it's, that it's really. To be honest, kind of, like, it, it, it kind of intrigues me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was honestly, she was good in um, American Horror Story. I loved her in that. I loved that season. Yeah. The Hotel was one of my favorite seasons. Yeah. So, I'll admit it right here and now. Yeah. The first episode and that song is playing and they go, oh, they go to the. Oh, man. Yeah. That was good. I've seen <laughs> yeah. it a few times. So, okay, let's get into some of these, the new ones. Okay, well, I'll start with like the lesser, lesser ones. Mm -hmm. Um, And this, this is right up James Gunn's alley is Booster Gold. Yeah, that wasn't a surprise. No, 
that that's not a surprise at all. Um, I assume yeah, there's it, no information. Yeah. No, no, okay, no casting, fine. no director. Okay. Um, then, which I thought was really cool is, but okay. I want to see this. I really want to see this. They've had two iterations of this in different forms. This will make the third one of Swamp Thing. I saw I saw this tweet. Um, please give me Swamp Thing. Uh, it will be in the horror realm. Is it still going to be Derek Mears? Uh, it Why is actually going to be... Um, well... I shouldn't say not for sure, but James Mangold is in talks to direct it. Okay. So we'll see what happens. All right. Fine with that. So I I would love a Swamp Thing movie. Come on. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a hypocrite because I didn't watch the show and I need to watch the show. But I uh, I would say that that season of Swamp Thing was really good. I need to watch that. I do. And Uh, I mean, you have HBO Max, so it's on. I have no excuse. I know. (laughs) I'll watch. I will watch that one. Um, I'd love to see like Sam Raimi or something get get a hold of Swamp Thing. Right. Somebody like that would be so fun to do a Swamp Thing. All right, go on. I mean, but you know, I mean, Logan was pretty grinny and pretty, you know, had some gruesome moments in it. So. Yep. Um, a couple ones I'm like on the fence for. Uh, Paradise Lost. Okay. This is about Themyscira, and okay. the way he made it sound is like pre Wonder Woman. And seems not my thing. But okay. As a Game of Thrones type show, I'm 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 on the fence. I also don't I mean, really like Game of Thrones. So. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I liked season like two and a half through mm. seven. It just isn't my thing. Yeah, I have a real tough time with any fantasy. I really do. If it's not Lord of the Rings, right? I just have a tough time. Oh no, I get it. I get it. I'm I'm on the fence. I'll give it a try, but mm. it may be one of those that I see like one or two episodes and I'm out. Yeah, because this will be a show. Yeah. Okay. Um. The Authority, okay, which that's been described before. You know, it's kind of a almost a a misfits. You know, there's some some almost you would call them clone characters of Justice League members. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, I can I'm, see this being like um, a Guardians of the Galaxy style. Yeah. Thing. I I do we have a director or anything for this? No. No. Okay. Well, we'll wait and see on that. This is, and I'm betting it's going to be gun on this one. Well, that's why because I said as excited as he was to introduce yeah. it, this is what know. I'm saying. Yeah, he likes it to get a bunch of freaks together and put them right, on screen. Right. Um, <laughs> let's see, uh, creature commandos, which is um, what? already uh, he's it's an animated. This one's an animated. Oh, okay. Um, cowards. Yeah, he has already written all the episodes, and they're in the process of making them right now. Okay. And he said that at some point, some of these animated characters will make it into real life and will be played by the same actor. Cool. So, I mean, that's kind of, yeah. kind of keep that together. That's cool. Um, what I am kind of excited for is the Green Lantern. 
I was when it was Ryan Reynolds. Well, and then I was punched in the face. Well, you know, and then this is the and actually this is going to be a show also, but it's Hal Jordan and okay. John Stewart. Okay, and it's he said basically it's it's almost more of a terrestrial, like true detective type show. Okay. So I, with I, some weird. Yeah, I I mean uh, that one I mean just from the premise I I'm kind of interested in cuz season 1 of, of True Detective was probably so good. I love that. <laughs> one of the best. Uh, yeah. I also quite like season 3. I, yeah. And I think season 2 is actually okay. 2 is okay. I know, I know a lot of people hated it but I thought it was all right. Um 1 and 3 though or 3 I, yeah, I, I liked them. I liked them both. Yeah. But he said that's going to be more in the true detective vein. So weird. Where I it is, but I'm it has my interest. All right. So then we're going to go with Amanda Waller, which at this point it's like okay, it's not necessarily going to be Suicide Squad. This is what I'm saying. Is she gonna? Is she gonna be? Is, is she gonna be recast? Like dealing with the authority? Is she gonna have you know kind of the baddie of the week? They're gonna keep her and not Henry Cavill. Uh, yeah. Keep Aquaman and not Henry Cavill. Uh, keep the Flash and not Henry Cavill. I know. Oh. I'm, yeah. Not. Not. Uh, yeah. Well, the reason, and and this is, I'll go to this is Superman Legacy. Okay. And basically, the reasoning that they're giving is the fact that this is going to be, and and I'm kind of having an issue with this too, because. And I'll kind of do these together. They're doing Batman Brave and the Bold, mm-hmm. which is is Bruce and Damian Wayne. Yeah. So is this a movie or a show? Movie. Okay. That will make a lot of people happy. But That's you're doing favorite. an older Batman. Yeah. But then you're doing a younger Superman. <laughs> so what is DC doing? I think this is like the beginnings of Superman. I think they're just taking them in. He said it's not an origin story, Hmm. but it's Clark like navigating between his, you know, growing up in Kansas and his Kryptonian heritage. We've seen this. I'm, I'm just going with the description. Okay. So, so maybe there's a plan that we we jump to and get to the point of. Well, there must be because why would they? You do know, that Brave again? and the Bold. Yeah. Which that's and then with Brave and the Bold, we're gonna get a lot more of the Bat Family. I know that's. We, so I know what uh, that tells me is we're getting on screen Nightwing. That's a lot of people have been wanting that for a long time. Yeah. So. Shout outs to Ramimi in the Discord. I know she'll be very happy yes. about that. <laughs> But um, and then after that, the only thing left is uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Okay, which is basically Kara growing up on that little piece of Krypton left. Mm. It was like one of the more recent comics. Yeah, I didn't read that one. I didn't either. Um, I have two big concerns because. James talked about having King as the inspiration for Brave and the Bold. 
and we don't have to get into how much I can't stand his stories. Wait, King? Tom King. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm like Stephen King? Wrote yeah, no, 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 no. How did I miss no. this? No, no, no. Okay. DC Reiner. Okay, Tom King. Yes. So we're not even going to get into that and go back to our, you know, the bat and the cat episode a couple years ago from my mm. rant. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. And then, yeah, and I'm. I remember this. Yeah, I'm. I'm mediocre on the Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, so okay, that's we'll the see. you know that's the beginning of what he's considered an eight to ten year slate. So most of these are running, you know, the six year period. So we'll have a few more added to the end, and okay. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it does. Yeah, interesting. All right. Well, I'm, you know, I, I, I do like hearing that they at least have a plan. Yeah. And uh, it well, doesn't I mean, seem quite honest. so aimless. Yeah, I was going to say, let's be completely honest, that DC has been utterly rudderless yeah. for almost a decade. Rudderly utterless. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like knocking futz. Whoa, watch it. Watch it now. <laughs> uh, what do you say? Do you have anything else to get into before we get to the final no nope. final frontier. No, nope, not really off the top okay. of my head. Well, then, <laughs> this last weekend I had the privilege. <laughs> the privilege? <laughs> it was a privilege. I mean, it was. I, it had was. The honor and the I had the honor and privilege to take to take my wife to the movie theater on a Saturday night, which hasn't happened in a long time. Like we went to a dinner and then we went to a movie. It was nice, really nice. First of all, great date night. Um. Uh, we went to see Knock at the Cabin. Oh, and wait. You... Can I say one more thing? Yes. Okay. I went Saturday. I went to the early show. I just didn't, you know, I went to see Knock at the Cabin. Yeah. Um, Bobby and Isabella and my mom went to go see 80 for Brainy. Yes. <laughs> I kid you not. I put this story, I think I put it in the Discord. I don't remember if I did or not. Yes, I recall. Yeah, you did. Before one, their age demographic. Like ruined the curve. I know because I in saw the movie who was theater. The yeah. place was packed and full of grannies. Yes. Um, also, before the movie started, someone's hearing aid <laughs> started feeding back. Like went on and giving feedback. Yeah. And I mean, I really, really wish they would have had That's really funny. recording yeah. something at the time. Well, that would be pilot. That would have went viral mm. so much. That's pretty funny. There were yeah. a lot of uh, elderlies there yes. <laughs> when I went, and they were all eighty from Brady. <laughs> I, I had to look up what it was. I didn't. Yeah. Even, I didn't even know. Yeah. Um, but cool. Uh, and you know what? People were coming out and saying they liked it. So they said it was funny. Great. I mean, great. Thinking I like Golden Girls go to a football game. Look, <laughs> if it's fun, it's fun. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, let's get back into Knock at the Cabin. Yes, Knock at the Cabin. We will be doing spoilers. Yes. Uh, starting now. Uh, the premise is that some people, there's a family at a uh, some kind of Airbnb cabin. They've rented this cabin, right? And then these four strangers come out of the woods and say, "One of you has to kill another one of you, or the apocalypse will happen and the world will end." Right. You have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's apparently based on a book. I didn't. Yes. I wasn't. I wasn't aware of that. I didn't know yeah. that. The cabin at the end of the world. I Way think that's better what it was. Title. Yeah, 
Way better title. Why didn't they call it that? Maybe it was a rights issue. I don't know. I mean, it said it was. It said it in the movie, like <laughs> yeah, based on. So I don't know. Um, directed by M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, some pretty good actors in this. Uh, I hate to start with Rupert Grint, but uh, Rupert Grint was in this. Yeah, uh, Batista was in this. Right. Um, several other people I recognize. Yeah. The I think the the little girl was excellent. Oh yeah. Uh, I didn't get her name, but uh, she was really good. I hope she can do more. Um. I uh, had no knowledge of what this movie was. Right. Um, and so I'm just going to, you're going to have to talk me through this. Cause I, I didn't like it. I have to admit. Really? I did not like it. No, <laughs> I didn't. I, I left the theater going. What, what was it about though? Why? What is it? So you're going to have to help me with this. Okay. Um, and now I'm not going to sit here and say like, "Oh, it was garbage." It was fine. It was a well-made movie. There's no, right. it's it's fine. I I just personally was like, I don't know what the, what was the point. I didn't. I I felt not fulfilled at all at the end, and I was just like, "What did we do here?" So, right. you know. But and if you, I would love to hear if you felt differently, because I, I, I would. I'd I like actually to understand. liked it. I you didn't love it. it. I didn't mm-hmm. love it. I, I I really thought that it was kind of in the middle of his movies, hmm. if you want to rank them. Oh, up against the other Shyamalan movies, yeah. I would yeah. I would definitely put it lower middle. Closer, I would closer say to right, the bottom. I, well, no, there's been plenty that were. I said closer to the bottom. I didn't say at the bottom. <laughs> I would have put it right in the middle. I haven't I mean, seen Avatar, but I know it's bad. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the happening, or they called it the last Airbender, right? Whatever it is, right? Yeah, the happening. You know, okay, oh. I'm not saying the happening is good. Oh, it's but I, but I at least understood. The worst. But I at least understood what was going on in the happening, and I was like, oh, environmentalism. Maybe we shouldn't screw up the planet. I get hey, it. There's a message here. What's with the trees? Yeah, well, the bees. <laughs> what do you guys think the bees? Were? I, yeah. Look, I'm not defending that. I'm just saying, like, as far as the movie itself goes, like. I felt like he successfully communicated to me the importance of taking care of the environment. Right. With science, there's messages about faith and and, right. and belief and all these things, right? It, Sixth Sense, it's got a great twist. Right. You know, um, there's other messages in there. Uh, even like Unbreakable, some interesting things. It's like an examination about being a hero and what does it mean? And <laughs> right. Whatever, all this stuff. What was this about? What was it about? What okay? What I what I take from it? One, we obviously you know, Batista and Grant and the two women represented the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I didn't think it was obvious. Really, I read that later. Really, <laughs> I read that later and said, "Oh, okay." Think about uh, this. Though. Okay, think of the aspects of the four horsemen. I, oh, I'm not saying. Death, that it's wrong. famine. Right. No, I know. Death, I get it famine, now. pestilence, war. It wasn't obvious in the film, right? At all. I, I thought it was. You know, the oh, one, geez. the one lady was a uh, a cook. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's famine. Okay. The other lady was a nurse, pestilence, disease. Okay. You know, um, Rupert Grant. You know his aggression and and the things that you find out later that even though he gave a false name. Okay. That's one thing you I know. want to talk about. Okay. What, 
I didn't understand. Was that just a fake out? Or like, why? They say, oh, I recognize him. That's the guy. And then it's like, it turns out, I thought they were going to get the wallet and go, <clears throat> oh, it's not actually him. It's someone else. And we we overreacted. And we thought we were being targeted, right. but we actually weren't. But no, it was that guy. So why was it that guy? It, what's, the, it, what's the point? What it did was it implanting, still implanting doubt. About what? That's about what they had to do. Because at that point, Batista had already told them that they have to make a sacrifice. Yeah. I don't get what I just, I guess I just but, don't understand why that means that. Well, because it was actually, you know, the fact that he said, oh, this is bullshit. This is, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, they were targeting us and, right. and, and all this kind of stuff. Wouldn't it have been way more interesting if they got the wallet and found out, oh, this was not that guy. We were wrong. No, because he still had doubt up to the point of committing the act of sacrifice. That's but why they found he, out who he was before any sacrifices were made. No. Nah. Before they made any sacrifices. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But he's, you know, at point, you saw a point that he was, you know, the one that, what was it, Edward? I can't remember their names. I, I will never remember which one was which. Yeah. Anyway. Head wound dad or yeah. uh, Tybo dad. Yeah. <laughs> Stop lawyer dad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, head wound dad. Yeah. He was really starting to, to believe. Yes. Thinking, you know, what he was seeing. Now, right. when he, you know, the other um, Tybo dad. <laughs> yes. It'll be forever Tybo dad. Yeah. Uh, no, anyway, when he got the gun and the wallet. You know, and threw it out. There was a point that, you know, head wound had that doubt creep back in. Okay. So, so finding the was, wallet reversed it. Reverse his notion of reverse his notion of starting to believe in the fact that these things really were happening. Okay. Because it okay right, and that's it did do that, but yeah. I guess I guess I don't understand the overall. So you're saying that's what the function of that is? It, it the, reverses it. It keeps him from fully believing yet. Yes. yes. Okay. I did not find that to be obvious at all. Yeah. But okay, I I can go with that. Hey, I'm Catholic. Okay. You, I, <laughs> I, I can. Go I with got that. all that stuff. That's that's probably you know that's I know M M Knight is actually he grew up Catholic, so I it's know a, a lot it's of pretty the same, obvious. Yeah. Same. Uh, Things. Yeah. Um, anyway, you know, to 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 some of those stories and the way they tell them, it's about even even in the face of doubt, still having faith. Mm -hmm. I think is is the main, you know. So you think that, that's you thought that's what the message of the movie was? Yes. Yes. Okay. I I just I didn't it, it didn't and and I just the fact that and sometimes we do have to make sacrifices. For yeah. not just for ourselves, but for you know, for the greater good. Yeah, other. I yeah. understood that. Like, yeah, that, that I understood the you know, oh yes, it's just would you? I understand the basics of right. Would you be willing to make a sacrifice to save everyone else? Right. It's a simple question. Right. But I think with that that whole turning back and forth with head wound, 
I think that was still having faith faith in in the the you know in the presence of extreme doubt because hmm. it didn't he didn't change his mind until the point that basically right before Batista you know mm-hmm. committed talk about, his, himself let me talk about something else real quick okay the scene when they put and we're, again we're spoiling the shit out of this yeah the scene when we Batista, said that the they put Batista in the bathroom yeah and they see the window has been smashed and they open the door. <clears throat> right. And they go in to get him to make sure that right. he's still in there. Yeah. They pull off a successful reverse shower scare. Yeah. That actually pays off. Yeah. In an interesting way. Because you always, always see the shower scare. You rip open the curtain and no one's there. They're never right. there. Right. And then someone's behind you or someone grabs you from somewhere else. That didn't happen. Right. Dude is in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. I was like, this, that rules. I, I was really happy to see that. Right. Movie. You know, and that was just like a general movie making thing. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I'm so happy that they, they were turned that around and that. Right. But he's to be in the shower. That was cool. Um, no, and I no. just, I had trouble. I had trouble with the whole thing. I, and I got the whole, I, I did pick up on when there's that part when he's, he's standing there and the, and the, uh, the other guy's like, Taibo dad is like, yeah, you can pray if you want. It's cool. I I won't make fun of you. So like, yeah. they they set up that head wound dad has always had some kind of faith, right, in a higher power or something yeah. along those lines. Um, so, you know, I I just I guess I did. I it wasn't clear to me that that was well. And I think also it kind um, of played with you know that Taibo dad, you know, he always one with being a lawyer too on top of it. Um, looked at everything on the negative side. I mean, yeah. look at the flashbacks, the reaction I with mean, his parents. The reality they're dealing with is pretty and, negative. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I well, can't I blame him. I mean, no. But I mean, in all honesty, the, but that's the thing that Headwound Dad still, even in line of that, yeah, saw you know the best parts of of what to take out from yeah the worst things yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And I, I think uh, at the end of it, I think the that mentality kind of finally came to Taibo. Yeah. So I just I, I think there was something about the fact that it's a M. Night Shyamalan movie. And at the beginning of the movie, they say one of you got one of you's gotta kill the other one. Yeah. And then that happens. I was like Oh, I thought this was going to be. I thought something else was going to. I I thought it wouldn't be that easy. Yeah. I thought it wouldn't be so simple. Uh, <clears throat> I, you I were expecting that, a twist, I and the twist was Shyamalan. there wasn't a twist. The twist was, but I don't. I wouldn't call that a twist. No, I, that's I, what I'm saying. The twist was there wasn't a twist. Yeah, but I, I don't think the movie's presenting it to us that way. Like, oh, you thought I, but I. It, it doesn't do that. It just goes, oh, and. Everything we said was going to happen has happened. Right. How does that make you feel? Thanks for telling me a story. I guess. I don't know. I, I Again, this was not a bad movie. No. And I think maybe if I were younger or I don't know if I was, I don't know if I, maybe if I was more of a spiritual person or something, right. maybe it would mean more to me. Right. But 
it did nothing for me. I just, I was like, why did we bother? <laughs> I, I, it did nothing for me. It really didn't do anything. Well, I think, I think honestly, the fact that it brought a new light to like the whole trope of the apocalypse, the four horsemen. I, but, but the thing is, like, the movie makes no, yeah, yeah there's some clues, but yeah. the movie doesn't tell you that these are the four horsemen or whatever. And also, they don't know that they are. I mean, they just know they've been chosen to do this. Like, I don't know. There's no, and I I think he set it up that that was, you know, that's something you had to search for and realize even them. But, but I guess like for me, like that's not a, that's not a rewarding find. I was just like, Oh yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. (laughs) You know, if there was all these puzzle pieces and it's like, Oh, this, 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 but it's just like, yeah, the apocalypse, it makes sense. There's four horsemen. Yeah, and then you told me that one of them has to kill the other one, and then they did that. Yeah, and then they went to a diner, and then a song played on the radio, and then it was over. Yeah, cool. Well, I think I almost <laughs> think it not quite as impactful as the ending of the mist. Oh, <laughs> impactful in more than one way. Well, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, it kind of had that, you know. In a twisted way, a similarity to that. I think the mist is way more effective. And oh no, I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's not. The mist is like, look what people will do. Look how horrible they are to each other. And if they would just work together, they could get through this. But uh, this knock at the cabin's like, you you better believe these crazies. And the movie rewards you for believing the crazies. I just I felt like that was weird. The thing is, were they crazy? That's just it. <laughs> they were I, know, I mean, everything that they th- they were you know shown to happen what happens in you the, know I guess, but in the real world, I would think those people are crazy. Well, they did at the beginning until basically shit started hitting the fan. Yes, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I I think the more I try to break <laughs> it down, the more I just go, I don't know. I just want to pull my hair yeah. out. I don't get it. So I, I think I can just say this wasn't my movie. I had a good time in the theater. I've had yeah. a good time discussing it. I had a great yeah. time talking about it with my wife afterwards. I'm glad I went to see it. It's easy to recommend to people for the same reason. It's, yeah. a, it's fun to talk about. Now, I would so, say, like, cinematography, it was great. really good. It yeah. was. I think cinematography was really good. Some of the shots. Um, now, my favorite scene was the very beginning when she was catching grasshoppers. Can we talk about that for a minute? Yeah. What was the... Were the grasshoppers supposed to represent them in the jar? The cabin no. is the jar. What the no. hell does it represent? Does it mean she, something? Not, not really. But she, so, she had, she was a caretaker and kind of an ass that you know, because she even said that she wanted to do that when she got older. Okay. You know, and she wanted to take care of these people, and I think that led into that whole discussion of, you know. Will you make a sacrifice to take care of others? But she's a little kid. She was a smart little kid. I just thought, like, I thought, oh, okay. But what the fact this, that this must mean something. There's how I, many? I, I'm like counting. I mean, how many grasshoppers were there? What colors were they? Okay, yeah. how, what were the genders? Did they represent the people? What's going? On? No, none of that. No, none of that was anything. No, I hated it. But I think the I the, the interaction. <laughs> The interaction between Batista and him or in her. Awesome. 
really was, good. I, I think in, in playing with him, you know, being a uh, fourth grade teacher. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. I mean, you can see that like. he was. Let me tell you something. I really, really, really liked. Okay. The the credits, the title credits. Mm-hmm. I was, I was paying very close, <clears throat> very close attention to them, and I was trying to read as much of the little text as I could, and I did right. see a lot of it. Yeah. And so I caught the fact that some of them were medical things and some of them were school things and some of them were all these other things. Right. Right. And so about 20, 30 minutes into the movie, probably 30 minutes in it clicked. And I'm like, those were the, those drawings and stuff were the visions that they were having. Yeah. They drew those scribbles. Right. That was a cool, like that felt like, like Shyamalan. I was like, Oh, okay. We're in for it. He's, he's left me this little clue and I've deciphered it. And I really had fun. Like, putting these pieces together and figuring it out. And I thought, yeah. Oh, I'll go back and watch the credits again. And, and that'll be really cool. Right. That's where that stuff ends. Yeah. There is no other. It's everything they tell you is what it is. It's just bummer in a, in a Shyamalan movie. Well, and that's why I said, that's the one thing. And why I wouldn't rank it, you know, any higher than like the middle of his movies is because there was no odd twist. Really? He's he's a victim of his own success strict. once yeah. again here. Um, I think if any you know starting filmmaker had made this, it would be like, wow, this is really good for like this this new person we don't know, like really cool, right, right. Um, and I would be looking forward to whatever they made next, right. But knowing that it's Shyamalan, you're like, okay, thanks. I guess <laughs> at least that's how I felt. Yeah. So I don't mean to be so negative about it. No, uh, no. And I've heard there's a lot of changes from the movie to the book. Yes. Um, That's one and... huge one. And I won't say the spoiler, but no, someone dies in the, in the book that doesn't die in the film. Right. And uh, it's like, whoa, that's, that's a major. Okay. Right. Um, so, and this is all stuff I found out after the movie, because I didn't even know it was based on a book until I saw in the credits based on a book. Right. So no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rate it very high. I also wouldn't tell people to not see it because right. I don't think it's a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. No. Again, it, it, it's like complete opposite of Skin of Marink. It's yeah. just a movie that's not for me. Right. Um, I, I have I would have a hard time saying it's it's, it's bad or badly made or something. It's just yeah. what my expectations did not line up with what I received. Well, and, and that's, that's and you went in. You know, I've I've learned after one after going to so many. Uh, Marvel movies lately uh, <laughs> I've like go up, gone in with no expectations yeah. of directors yeah. no, actors nothing when I go into a movie that I'm middle of the road on I went ready I went in like ready to grapple like here we go yeah I'm I'm thinking sixth sense I'm thinking signs I'm I'm picking things out I'm looking at things yeah. and I'm trying to make all these connections and I'm doing math and all these things and it's right. just like nope 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 sit down nope yeah. Bummer. And like I said, I liked it probably a little more than you did, but yeah. I'm not going to say it was great. I would recommend going to see it. I'll probably, yeah. I probably won't see it in the theater again, but I'll definitely watch it again because there may be something small that I missed or, yeah. you know, but no, I, I once one with the colors alone and hearing their backgrounds at the very beginning when they talked about what they did, mm-hmm. I automatically knew that's who they were or who they represented. Right. 
But it's, I guess just like to me, the fact that it is the four horsemen or or is implied to be doesn't it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't it doesn't add anything for me. I just go again. I just go okay. It's the apocalypse. That makes sense, right? Where's the where's the where's the thing? Where's the where's the layers? That, that, it's just like one. Well, I mean, there technically was because honestly, if you remember. When they were talking at the end of it, when uh, he was talking, one of the dads was talking about them, that they were there, you know, their deaths were to educate them. Yeah. He didn't say famine, pestilence, war, you know, death. Yeah. He said, like, generosity, you know, and, and those he, he kind of described them in a different way. Right. So. Yeah. It just didn't, it didn't push my buttons the way I wanted it. No, push. and that's fine. But I mean, if you go in just like with no real expectations, not even thinking it's M. Night Shyamalan, yeah. it's beautifully shot it looks for great. a small, I mean, for a really small area. Mm-hmm. There's some really good scenes in it. Sure. Individual scenes. Yeah. You know, I mean, you almost get a, <laughs> Frankenstein's monster feel at the very beginning of it with the little girl. Oh, and the big man. Yeah. yeah. No, I was just laughing because I remembered the, uh, I won't <laughs> say what it is, but you know, Shyamalan likes to uh, appear in his own films. Yes. Yeah. That his was, cameo, that was pretty funny. His cameo was really good. <laughs> it was maybe his best cameo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like that one. Yeah. So good on you. Yeah. On that one. So, uh, that's my review of Knock at the Cabin. Yeah. In theaters now. It kind of reminded me of um, it kind of reminded me of like the story of it, like what he was trying to say. Um, one of his first movies is not a horror movie at all, but it's called Wide Awake. Hmm. Um, it's basic and it's the movie is shot in the same school that the Sixth Sense is. Yeah. Okay. But it's about this little kid and his grandfather passes away. And it's like him dealing with everything going on. Right. And um, just like some certain aspects of it remind me of a lot of the story that he was trying to portray in this. Hmm, interesting. So, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Uh, but, and totally different than anything he's ever done. Yeah. Is it like a, is it a student film that he made? No, no, it's real it's one? his first real. Yeah, it's got like Rosie O'Donnell is a nun. Oh, huh. well, give M- me M- one. Ticket, M Night M-, <laughs> M Night is a uh, he makes a cameo. I think he's like a priest. Oh, okay. There's a you trend know, here, but it's like a yeah. Catholic school. His you Catholicism know, is showing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I I do recommend that, especially as you know a parent, and with mm. the you know and. It's kind of, you know, because the, the, the kid and the grandpa were really close. Yeah. So it's like it kind of, and in the movie, it jumps back and forth a little bit between, you know, the stuff he remembers and then, you know, current things going on. Right. Okay. So. Cool. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I have. That's it. I'm exhausted. Yes. I'm in- between yes. all the technical issues and everything else. Yeah. Time for I'm a, spent. Time for a something. I don't know what. Yeah. Uh 
join the discord um, yes. tell me i was wrong tell chris he was wrong celebrate our birthdays <laughs> i'm so not yet. sorry not yet mine's in july get ready um please yeah uh, join the discord we have a facebook the discord is really the best place yeah um if you're on facebook leave us a comment please uh like subscribe feels yeah. nice uh do all the fun things you do yep to a youtube video that you like yep and like, subscribe uh, yeah uh, comment join the disc really join the discord yeah that's what we want get in there and oh. uh what oh i was gonna say now i put a question in the discord we didn't get to it because you know before we got started it was a complete and utter shit show Ugh. fan casting Oh, yeah. Okay. Everybody's seen this now, you know, who's watched or when you listen, get in that Discord or comment on our YouTube channel. What is your fan casting for some of these parts? And we we got a couple of replies. Um, Unfortunately, Bones, you're not going to get any votes. We'd love to see you in it, but you're not going to get any votes. Hey, I'm voting for Bones. Yeah. He's in Elseworld. We'll, th- we'll right. throw him in uh, Gotham by Gaslight. There you go. But um, anyway, tell us what your your fan casting will be, and next episode we'll talk. We'll we'll throw some of those out there. Sounds good. All right, everyone. Have All a right. good evening. <laughs> Don't get skinnamarined. Whatever the hell that means. <laughs>